Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the Dark Fruit Daddy... David Grant, how you doing, Stephen David? Uh, I'm good, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Huge thanks for coming back on the show. It's... Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, well, it feels like it's been a while. I don't know if it has like time. I, I think it's just over a year. Maybe I think it's the end of July. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. To be honest with you, I like time's blurred into one, especially since like lockdown. It's just it's mad. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I have no concept of time at the moment. Like, it still feels like I'm in the middle of May, if I'm honest, but I know I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, this, yeah, it just feels dead. Yeah, it's gone stupidly quick. This, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but yeah. so it's only been a couple of weeks since we last spoke. So, but it's been like a, a year since the listeners have heard from you. So, how have you been the last, last uh, year? Been good. Um, been training harder, um, doing more. Um, it was difficult because, like, I felt like I was hitting somewhat of a stride, like, not, like, top stride, but I was hitting some sort of a stride, like, getting some outside appearances and making some sort of um, a dent in the scene. And yeah, then, yeah. and then like, lockdown happened, and it was kind of like, oh, what am I going to do now? Um, because, one, you're afraid of coming back and people forgetting who you are. Um, two... You're now competing with guys um, that are hot, like that um, have more experience, have more of a following, also mm-hmm. um, because they now need work. Um, and then three, it's like, oh well, I've not been doing it as long. No. Is my work going to suffer? Um, so yeah, like it's it's been like I've been pushing harder, so I'm not left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like looking back on it. Um, Having spoken to people that like I originally trained with and um, people that uh, I started with, um, yeah, I feel like I've actually taken another step instead of being at the same level, which I was afraid, which I was afraid of losing. I feel like I've gone beyond that now. So that's. I think, I think you've got a great shape over the last twelve months. Yeah, I don't know how because my diet's not <laughs> changed. Um, <laughs> it, I'll tell you what it is. It's no no more uh, McDonald's on the M1. That's what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. On the way back from a show, Watford right Gap. Shout out to Hustle Malone. Loves the Watford Gap. Um, but yeah, like it. I don't know. It, it's it's it sounds weird, but like without my body feeling wrecked um, as much as it has been from wrestling, because I came into wrestling in not great shape, built up some sort of wrestling shape, but then I was because it was like wrestling. I was training a lot. Um, probably to my detriment to be fair because my body wasn't healing properly yeah um the gym and stuff i was going but i wasn't pushing um whereas now like with the gap in wrestling i've been able to push and get a bit more shape about me um i mean 
I've I've lost some. Well, I don't know if I've lost weight because I'm not. I don't weigh myself because I don't think that's the good standard. But like like clothes and stuff, are like a bit looser and stuff, which is cool. Uh, yeah, but I think I've lost weight around my waist, but not around my legs. So I've got I, so I've got uh-huh. these 38, 38 inch jeans that have fallen off me. But when I try and get into a thirty six jeans, I can't get past yeah. my legs. <laughs> so yeah, so I, um, I, have to, I have to wear a belt with jeans just because I can't. My legs are gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but I've got some thick thighs. So like, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, I always have the problem with jeans. Um, I usually wear baggier jeans. Um. Or like skinny jeans because they stick to your calves and then yes. they're a bit looser around your thighs. Um, and also because I'm still like a little emo kid from 2004. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, it, yeah, it, it is cool, but mm. dropping it. Um, but it's, it's not been planned, if that makes sense. Yes. Were there any uh, matches or storylines you're particularly looking forward to in 2020 that you couldn't get around to doing? Well, most of my storylines and stuff, like the the major ones that we did, kind of like died because they died off at the end of 20, 2019 Because most people, like, you know, booking wise, you, your end of year is when you want to kind of close a story off. Yes. Um, and then obviously, like we were starting to build things in March, but never got round to it. I know in UBW we were going to do a uh, a sacrifice pro versus um, Ultimate British Wrestling UBW. Yes, uh, I saw that the uh, invasion. Last, the end of the last um, the floor is lava rumble. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we were doing bits with that, um, but I, d- I don't know if that's going ahead. Um, as bad as it sounds, we're all a bit separated at the moment. Uh, you know, like because obviously not seeing each other every month and find out what's going on. Uh, still yeah. after the first show that's back, so it's like you know. Um, but yeah, that that was one that I would have really enjoyed because. Um, Breaking kayfabe. I train at um, Square One. Yes. Or well, Square One is one of the schools I train at. Sorry, because um, I'm like a bastard child of training schools. Um, <laughs> I go to many and I don't belong to any. That's the yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that that would have been a cool one because Sacrifice Pro is where I had like my start. They brought me in. Um, again, Breaking kayfabe. It it was run by Hossam Malone. Yes. Um, and you know, that he gave me my start. Um, he gave me, um, a job as a heater, um, for Cy Gregory and for the, uh, the general manager who was a heel general manager. So like it is, it's a place special to me. Um, not just because my friends wrestle there, but because it is where I got a start. Um, definitely. And obviously UBW is where I train the people that I spend, a lot of time with um and also uh again breaking for kayfabe the person that i w is someone that i have traveled up and down with um done ring jobs with is a good friend outside of the business so mm-hmm. having those two worlds collide was something that i really really was excited about um sadly it kind of got taken away uh but who knows if it'll come back i mean i know on their next show uh uh Carl Kingsley is uh facing uh Spike Valentine, I believe. So it's champion versus champion. Yes, I uh, think so. Yeah. Sure saw that graphic last day or two. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Um yeah, so like it's it's just hopefully we get to carry it on because we were running a bit we were um 
kind of doing what we want, really, which was quite yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. But I see, you know, like being a bad guy and I do like throwing my weight around. So, you know, I feel like that would have been one. But outside of that, yeah, everything else kind of like reached its natural conclusion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last time you were on, we discussed you were going to make a couple of tweaks to your character. You were going to go like down a, a darker route, somewhat manga inspired new gimmick. Is that still something you're hoping to get into? Or? Uh, it, I have got a little bit darker um, and a bit more, what would be the word? More of a big man gimmick, I guess, um, mm-hmm. in my moveset. Um, and a little bit a bit more nastier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely have done that especially with like the way i've been training and stuff and just like picking things up and building the aura and the move set of the character it has got a lot darker because where i was like beforehand i was a bit more of a like a cocky arrogant didn't really do anything because i'm big yeah now it's like now, now i'm enjoying like laying things in uh hurting people just being evil just being a bastard. <laughs> yeah because you mentioned you're gonna get all new gear like a Go like I think it's silver, silver, and like with red and stuff. I was like, that sounds really cool. I was like, yeah, I, I kind of, um, I kind of like stuck stuck to the colours. I think if I went too far, it would be too much of a drastic change because I'm not repackaging myself. No. I'm just trying to like evolve along. So you know, like other colours and stuff will come into. It. I've I've even been looking at like some really bright coloured gear just because I want. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's further down the line as well. Um, but yeah, it's like they, they, you know, I've got new new gear. Uh, it's got some of the influence from the old gear. Um, it's got like my logo on it. Um, and then it like, instead of like I used to come out with um, either a gold uh, windbreaker, oh, yes. um, uh, or a like a, I can't what you call them like a security jacket, like a Harrington security jacket style thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Instead of that, now it's like, leather jacket with uh, my logo as a band patch on the back um more so to go along with the long hair really you know definitely so, yeah that's another thing as well like, yeah i've grown my hair out now so yeah it looks pretty cool which is it's a pain in the ass um like it's in your face and stuff and in your mouth um but also i do kind of love it like, i kind of like kind of like how i look with it so i'm like mm, good <laughs> and bad i just yeah yeah, yeah i'm, I'm kind of yeah, glad i shaved my head though cause just um, it's just so much easier. Yeah. You I say have to jowl it and stuff. Yeah. But then, yeah, I do have to shave it like once a week, which is quite annoying as well. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, like people would say to me, like, oh, I must take so much effort. I'm like, well, no, I'll just tie it up. Like, it's not mm. like, like, like when I had short, like medium length hair, that was pain, a pain, because, like, yeah, I'd have to, like, wake up, uh, comb it, put wax in it. And then also you'd have to go down the barbers and get a line put in and get shaped up and stuff. Whereas yeah. now I, I've not been to the barbers in a year and a half, probably. Yeah. Um, which is saving some money, um, which is nice. Uh, yeah. And also, yeah, like I don't have to put anything in it. Like I wash it like you're supposed to. Um, and then, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, I just find it so much easier. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I just <laughs> how, don't how do, do anything. How did you find going back into training and how was your first bump back after? Um, so, like, I didn't have that long out. Um, oh, okay. Did you go back in the August when we reopened? Was it? 
I so I had I had access to a ring um, in I think July. Um, so it was only like a, it weren't that long. Um, oh wow! Yeah. It was, um, but it, it was like there was no one, you know, like there was no risk there, mm-hmm. um, and it was all like above board. But I just had access to a ring privately, so I was able to do stuff. Like obviously, I wasn't able to wrestle with people, um, but was just able to like bumps and um, run the ropes, try and do some drills on my own, that kind of stuff, which was cool. Um, so it wasn't that hard, um, but I have seen I have seen people coming back around now, and they're really struggling. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I saw people come back what like May this year, and they they yeah. were really struggling as well. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I I've been very fortunate in that I haven't had to have too far away from a ring. Um, and before that, I was literally just putting cushions down on the floor and bumping on them. <laughs> oh, just so I don't get the fear back in. You know, like thinking I was like seven years old watching uh, Sunday Heat. Nah, I was just, yeah. um, <laughs> nah, I, was, I was, yeah, just throwing myself about making sure I can still do things. And uh, like my little brother got a little bit fed up with me because I was making him lock up with me all the time. And <laughs> yeah. When I say little, like he he's not little. He's like the same height as me. He's just younger. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I've got some real good genes, but yeah, he uh, he got a little bit fed up of that. Um, yeah, my, my six year old has got a slight obsession with Darby Allen at the moment. He keep he's like he's doing coffin drops off of the couch onto the <laughs> mess of bodies. Oh, you're gonna really hurt yourself. Yeah, you are. Know, yeah, like, fear of <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, something's gonna happen. It'll just be like, yeah, I don't like him anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got you got this Captain America mask, and he kind of puts it over one eye, and then puts his ear through the other eye hole, and that's like his face paint for Darby Allen. It looks nice. It's, nice. It's, it's a great, great. He's got great imagination. It looks like, Should, um, it's amazing. T- take him down Hobbycraft or something, and get one of their masks and cut it for him. Oh yeah. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. So was the the match I saw you at Wrestle Island, the tag team match, was that your first match? Um, yeah, so yeah, it was my first match back in front of people, um, which was real nerve-wracking. I, w- I won't lie, it was, um, one, obviously a new promotion, um, and because we were trying to get the ring up and stuff, and and didn't get any time in the ring in front of people because obviously it's like sometimes like you get to a show before and if it's closed doors you yeah. can have a play about see what you can do with the other person uh so it was kind of like what is it it was a cold it was a cold start really um they didn't know us he never heard of david grant or david grant said up he's like shit <laughs> he's big <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's the thing as well like because i never ventured that far north or mm-hmm. i've never ventured into the northeast sorry wait no northwest sorry northwest. apologies i get angry um <laughs> yeah so like i've never i've never ventured up there so like yeah it was new like there was a lot of people i didn't know um and obviously like being in a being in a locker room with people you don't know being in front of a promoter that you don't know although they are the loveliest people i've ever met um so lovely um yeah like and then obviously being in front of a crowd and they don't know who i am 
Um, and then, yeah, obviously having to try and build something with people that you've never wrestled before and never seen them work before as well. Uh, I didn't know who, I didn't know who we were facing. I don't, yeah, I don't know who we were facing, I don't think. So it was like, okay, like, let's, let's go. Um, and yeah, like coming out, um, I think they knew, I think a few of the fans knew Kingsley from when Kingsley had been up there before. Um, so we were getting yes. some responses yep. from that. Um, and then I was drawing a little bit as well. So I got some uh, f- feedback from them on that. Uh, they came back at me, which was cool. Um, yeah. And the match was fine. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I've got the tan lines to prove it as well, because it was yeah. really hot. Oh, stupid. <laughs> like, I've got singlet lines where my gear was. It's, it's bad. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I, I, like I tan really quickly as well, so that's the problem. Like I didn't have my just my singlet on for long either. Like I had a t-shirt on most of the time, but yeah, yeah. Like, just doing that match, I tan real quick. Um, and yeah, like the match was fine. Well, like it was, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, like yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything that was bad about it. Like that. That ge- ge- genuinely, really like, yeah. Like, it, yeah, like well, like Ch- Charlie and James, like great guys, lovely. Um, that was only so like, Charlie's. Like I think he's had less than ten matches. Okay. The, yeah, when I, when I interviewed him in April last year, which was just I think it was just as lockdown started, he'd had four matches and since lockdown. That was, yeah, he'd had like, yeah. four. Then he came out of lockdown. He had four matches in a, a weekend, and then that was like his ninth or tenth matches. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> like, yeah, it was, he's, it's... He's, he's, well, he's, he's been helping backstage at Wrestle Island for years, and then he started. Um, Train at Fighting Spirits. Yeah, yeah, he's like a little hero at Wrestle Island because <laughs> he's been working backstage for years. Everybody knows him. It's like, <laughs> oh, the feel good story that is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it was like I really enjoyed working with both of them. Um, I got to hit a couple of moves that I really enjoy doing. Um, yeah, you did some. Yeah, you think you did some pretty cool um, double moves on James Reed. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so King, I did the backbreaker, and then I caught and then threw him out and sat up. Yeah, that that was cool. I also yeah. love where um, we did the. Uh, he goes for the double foot stomp mm-hmm. out of the way. He hits the floor, take his head off. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love hitting lines. Um, so yeah, that was that was a fun spot to do as well. Um, and yeah, like the whole start was fun as well. Even though I accidentally did a uh, Sasuke special out of the ring, like, <laughs> not even thinking about it, like yeah, <laughs> I, you know, like it was one of those things where, like, I, I said to Kingsley after, like, "Did you see that?" And he went, "No." And I'm like, "I did a Sasuke special." And he was like, "Do you mean to do it?" I went, "If I meant to do it, I wouldn't have been able to do it." Like, <laughs> just one of those things that happens. But yeah, like, but yeah, it was, it was, it was so much fun, and like. It was a long old day, like, don't get me wrong, like, because what, what was the start like? I think it was a 5 a.m. start, um, and then got in at, like, it was nearly 1 a.m. when I got in. Because, oh. um, yeah, sorting the ring out, getting it to the venue, getting it up, getting it down. Yeah, just all the things that come with it. Um, but at the same time, like, the group of guys that were there, the match, the fans, although I hate them because I'm a bad guy, um getting the responses and stuff off them was great um and yeah like it's just you know it, it wrestle island like i feel like 
I'm in love with Wrestle Island because it was so so nice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's like what wrestling should be. It's like family thing. Then like you know like it, it feels like a family. Like everyone's there to help each other and have fun. And that that's the thing that gets lost in wrestling sometimes. The fun aspect. Like you should yeah. be having fun while you're doing it. Yeah, me and my family. I think we've missed one one show in four cool. years in Iceland. I think. Well, it's only because it was my mother-in-law's 60th, and I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> we had to go for a meal. Yeah. <laughs> well, she wouldn't love it. Yeah, we've been we've been to All Star Wrestling with her once, yeah, but no, we had to do we had to do a family meal. So, uh, but that, yeah, that's it. That's the only reason we missed it. But, but yeah, but we yeah. immediately got the gate. Uh, we got it on DVD, so we have seen that, that show now. <laughs> but, that was it was the show they were track crown in the first champion. I'm like, oh, why are we missing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, and you better... the shows like you know they're not as yeah. big, but it's a it's a first. Yeah, there's only one. There can only ever be one first champion. Yeah, but yeah. I like like genuinely. I cannot. I can't talk about how nice it was up there. Like, yeah, it made yeah, it made better... like the journey yeah. worth it. And you and you better announce for the. September show, so yeah, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hopefully, uh, can um throw some more people. Yeah, and uh, Warren Banks got announced in the title match against Dan Evans yes. yesterday. That's gonna be such a good match. So I'm just hoping that um Mr. Banks wins, we get a win, and like the South just runs riot. Yeah, because this this storyline's been going on for about two and a half years, I think. Or if you if you take a yeah. Because um, Warren Banks beat yep. Lucas Steele for the championship, and then Dan Evans immediately cashed in on him, so yeah. he held the title for like twenty seconds. Yeah, and Dan's had it ever since. So, and, yeah. then, and then Warren Banks won the Rumble in February last in twenty twenty, and then we haven't had a show since. So. Yeah, it's true. It's, so it's I, I, for a I think Warren Banks should win. Um, yes, not 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 like in a you know, a, a promoter where like I want him to win because like yes. the storyline and everything has been stacked against him. He's been shit on by the champion. So getting giving comeuppance and getting what he deserves is what you know what I want. Definitely. Hey, I'm behind that Warren Banks. So I think it'd be a great story if he wins. He's a good guy. He can have a, a great long yeah. He seems. I've, I've never really spoke to him, but he seems oh. like a nice, nice guy from what I've heard. He's yeah, he's a he's a good guy. He is. He um yeah he uh loves nachos and he loves nachos. He's a great dude. Yeah, and sushi. And the week after, I like sushi. Yeah, sushi is banging. <laughs> then the week after Wrestle uh, WrestleMe, and the week after Wrestle Island, you are at on the twenty fifth of September. Future Wrestling presents Battle Brawl. At the Great Battle Rooms in Ash- Ashfield. Battle Brawl. Yes. Battle Brawl, yes. That, um, it sounds like a really fun concept. I was, I was reading the rules today. It's, it is mad. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit manic, um, but it is so the much rules fun. Yes. I read the rules. So how Battle Brawl works. When the future wrestlers return for Battle Brawl, the event will include two singles matches, one tag team match, a six-man tag team match and a triple threat match. The main event of the evening will be a battle brawl with an over-top rope rumble where the entrance is, entry point is decided by your performance early in the night. So 
those who lost the two singles match will start the match. Then after five minutes, did they all come out at once? Is it like AEW? Yeah, so like, the ring at once? yeah, yeah. so it's, it's unlike yeah, like the cards. So like, oh yeah, you'll have everybody that lost their the tag matches start, go out. So it, start, yeah. so it starts with two people and then five, yeah, like five people come out. Or yes, it's it's mad. Oh. It's a mad concept. Whoever came up with it is a madman. Um, but it is genuinely <laughs> so much fun. Then after ten minutes, that all the people on multi-person matches come out, and then after fifteen minutes, the fact the two single match winners come out, <laughs> and the last man standing will be crowned the new champions. <laughs> so does the champion, who I believe is Brett Myers, was he automatically qualified for the Rumble, or was he in one of the these matches to begin with? I don't know. Um, nobody yeah. knows. Uh, because the wrestlers are picked at random from the roster. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, historically, I was in a match. Um, so it was me, Kyle Kingsley, and Joe Cardinal versus Brett Myers, Hustle Malone, and I think who else was in it? Um, I can't remember now. But it was it was another it was another uh, face. So it was two yes. heels and a face versus two faces and a heel. Um, cool. which made the dynamic very, very funny. Um, and then you had halfway through, all the heels just said, nah, just want to sat on the outside, let the faces wrestle, <laughs> get involved. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it it uh, devolved into uh, uh, Hustle Malone and Brett Myers arguing for a good five minutes um, because they're on the same team, but one's a good guy, one's a bad guy. Um, Xander Zulu was first on the conversation. That was it, Xander Zulu. I remember now because he dropped, kicked me off the top rope. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, it leads. It, uh, it's it's a fu- really fun concept. Um, it does look and it's just it's stupid. Um, however, thought of it is stupid, but at the same time, they are a bit of a genius because it leads to some crazy matchups. Um, and you, sometimes you get tag teams facing each other. Um, yeah. You'll get... Uh, Troy, Troy and Tank were on opposite teams last year, was it? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. And you, you also get, um, you also get uh, like, yeah, alliances, or you get uh, people who have problems together having to work together. It's, you know, it throws up a lot of uh, problems. That sounds really fun. Yeah. It's, what, this is what... That sounds like a match I'll have to try and find on YouTube if it's on there. Because, uh, yeah, over, over lockdown, we were six year old, I've really enjoyed like UBW stuff and future stuff and like sacrifice stuff. We've really got quite into it over the yeah. last year or so. He's, cool. Yeah, he's, he's, obs- he's still a bit obsessed with the future of Rumble where, oh, I can't remember, I can't remember the, power, the power the power team. Oh, uh, the, 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 the the pro team, yeah. You've got the first four in the Rumble, and he, he thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and they just ha- they just do what they want, yeah. Yeah, it, that's, uh, that's just Troy being Troy, the mouth. Um, yeah, pro, pro team are a good team um, as well. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot in there. Fun. You've got, uh, yeah, Tank, who is a literal tank. He is mm-hmm. huge. Um, Bendigo, who is uh, good looking and smooth as hell, uh, yeah. and and Troy, uh, 
who is the biggest mouth in Brett Rest. Like he is just the most annoying. Uh, will say anything that comes to mind. There's no filter. He just goes. Um, and yeah, it winds everyone up. But somehow his his teammates are able to put up with him, and I have no idea how they do that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a uh, pro wrestling for you, um, promoter. Uh, yeah, this year he said he, he met Troy and immediately gave him a human resources gimmick because he just actually reminded reminded them of yeah. human resources. <laughs> I I don't know. He is is I I uh, spent six months training with Troy. Um, and by the end of it, I wanted to wring his neck. Oh, wow. Like, he, is, <laughs> he is the most... If he finds something that annoys you, he'll, he'll just go, and he just won't stop. Also, the, can be the loveliest guy one moment, but the next minute, he'll just do whatever he wants. <laughs> I mean, it's... But yeah, no, they're, they're a good team. Um, I think that one was the one where... Was it AWOL came out as well? Yes, all at once. And then, yeah. yeah, and then they knocked them out. They did the uh, water gun spot. Yeah, yeah, was, that, yeah that was a fun rumble. That was. Yeah, we've watched it a couple of times. So yeah, if, you, if Isaac wants to watch it multiple times, it must be something fun. You know, one of Abel's yeah. pants falls down. He thinks it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. he uh, he puts my uh, so that was the spot that we did. He put my so he uh, comes in, goes to choke slam me and Raw. Yeah, puts my. Yeah. Puts my spare singlet on. I don't know how it got from the backstage to <laughs> ringside, but somehow he puts my singlet on, goes to Chokes Hammers, it falls down, then he gets, yeah. Yeah. So that was where they uh, they picked him up and put him on his shoulders, threw him in to do a code break, and I caught him and threw him back. That, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was a fun match. I really enjoy those guys as well. Yeah, They'll be ones to look out for. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Oh, did PCW the other day, which was cool. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen them quite a few posters recently. So, so it's gonna be, yeah. So I think, I think they're going to make their debut at Pro Wrestling for You because he's, he's been, they've been on the Pro Wrestling for You podcast. So I'm assuming that yeah. when it comes back, they'll be they'll be there. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen them quite a few posters recently. So. Yeah, they're, they're they're good good lads. Um, Jack Nudson, not so much. He's annoying. He's the one that looks like he's a reject from Oasis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is a little bit annoying, um, but yeah, like they're, they're good guys, really. <laughs> this is Randa Zulu, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. We're probably six, what two months back into Brit Rest, and we've had we had the speaking up movement last year. So, have, have you felt a difference since coming back, or how are you hoping um, it's going to be different now? We're back. I've I I'd still think there is a little bit. Well, I say a little bit. There is quite a long way to go. Um, um, I have noticed more transparency. Mm-hmm. I've noticed more cohesion, especially in locker rooms or in training as well. Um, and obviously, people are more conscious of the things that go on. Yeah, uh, definitely. Looking out for each other and stuff, and heightened aware of it. Um, but I still think there is like a long way to go. There's a lot, a lot need, a lot more needs to be done to make wrestling more professional. Um, mm. And there are certain people in wrestling that still should not be around wrestling. Um, but without uh, authorities taking it away from them, I don't think they'd give it away. So, so it's, no. it's like it's it's kind of like a rock and a hard place. Like it's not going to 
they're not going to go anywhere um, because they don't go around in certain circles and they um, they still make money, so they're still going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Like as in, like they're still going to be in wrestling, um, but at the same time, my, I have personal feelings and would not be around that person if given the opportunity. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think it, it could be a, a self-policing type of thing where yeah. people on the shows you think shove them to the whole roster says, well, I'm not working with that person, that, that person can't be booked. Oh really. yeah, definitely. There are so, there are yeah. um, people <laughs> I would say, no, I'm not working with that person. Um, I it, it sounds weird, but before everything, oh. I wouldn't have felt like I could say no. Um, yeah, definitely. Because you'd get seen as a troublemaker or disruptive or bad attitude. Um, whereas now with the speaking out movement, not to, not to take that word and uh, make it something else, but feel a little bit empowered to make a grown up judgment call on the work mm-hmm. that I produce and the people that I spend my time with. Um, so yeah, I do think, feel like for, for the rest of the scene as well, I would hope, that they feel empowered, empowered to turn around and say, "No, I'm not work. Yeah, I'm not working with this person. This person should not be anywhere near your card." And if the promoter doesn't listen, then I kind of think that it can be spoken about publicly um, to the point where the pressure is then put on the promoter to then change things. Yeah, because I've seen on Twitter where people have have announced. Or people are unpaid on their posters, and people are bypassing the promoter and go straight to the venue and saying, Do you know, this person's going to be appearing in your venue and stuff like that. So after, I think fans just went bottled with it. And I don't think you could be a, a bad promoter or a bad trainer school this, these days because people are just won't put up with what they did in the like, yeah, pre absolutely speaking out. Because there was an example of here. Um, Harley Hudson was removed from a roster for asking about safeguarding, and then the whole roster just yeah. left. <laughs> yes, yeah. guys had to cancel his first show because he didn't have a roster. He's moved it to November, and he's had to book people from Scotland because nobody in Northwest would work. Wow. So, so yeah, I do think it has empowered people to say no. This isn't how we do things anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, quote back Panther, we don't do that here. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I still think there needs to be more done. It's just how it's done, because mm. obviously, like in my sh- shoot profession, I I have a real job, and yeah. if something happens HR related, it's dealt with in a certain procedure. Yeah. Um, whereas wrestling doesn't have that. And coming from a professional background, interesting, it's kind of hard to look at. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do think there is a lot to do, um, but it's just it needs to be done right, and it needs to be done to, to benefit the workers and the fans. Yeah, not to say that promoters aren't important, but promoters, as as by and large, aren't the people that have been affected by this. Um, obviously, they've obviously lost bookings, lost money, but in the sense of like they're not the people who have been um, abused, mistreated. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It has changed. Well, I've only been in a couple of locker rooms, but 
and rest line is probably not a good example because everyone there is absolutely lovely and yes. like <laughs> really nice so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> can't say anything like he runs a good ship so you know he did. It's, it's, it's probably yeah, not great. it's probably not a very good example no <laughs> so looking forward and now brit rests back do you have like a wish list of opponents you've got for maybe over the next year or so um yeah so I would really like to face the person I, I had my first singles match with, which is um, Truman Ros- Roswell. Yes. Uh, formerly Paddy O'Connor. Formerly Paddy O'Connor. He was my first ever singles match. It was horrendous. I was shocking. Um, and now I've got some reps, got something underneath my belt. I want another go. I want to set things right. Um, I would also really love to do um, me and Kingsley. Um, versus the heavyweight heartbreakers. Oh, yeah. That's um, just because I think it would be really fun. I would also really love to wrestle Brett Myers again because um, the stuff we've done previously has been very small. We've only done small yeah. together. I'd love to do more with him because away from wrestling, we get on quite well. And he just makes me laugh when I shouldn't be laughing. Um, <laughs> this is, this is, I don't know if you like on future stuff if you can hear him talking. But it's just like a little like whiny troll voice, and it it kills me. <laughs> I love him, and he is a handsome yeah. fellow. But his voice is just doesn't work. Um, doesn't fit the body. He should have like a really rugged, manly voice, but he just doesn't. Um, yeah, Brett Live is somebody I need to see live. I've only ever seen him on YouTube. Ah, so. uh, yeah, you need to see Brett live. Uh, who else? I'd like to face the Von Englands. Um, American. Yeah, they are. <laughs> If someone could fly me and Kingsley over, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, um, Eden and Sydney. doing really well over there. So. Yeah, like they're, they're very close friends. Um, you know, like get on really well with both of them. We went to Sydney's uh, stag party. They are actually they are actually uh, a married couple. They're not brother and sister. Yeah. Although they look like <laughs> it, they are actually a married couple. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I'd love to wrestle those two. Um, just do a, a a straight tag match with both of them. Oh, that'd be fun. Who else would I like to face? I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to get, I'd like to get good enough to uh, give Warren Banks a run. Ooh, well, well, he's once he's Wrestle Island champion, he'd be his first challenger. I, I don't mind if he ain't got a championship. I just want his scalp, <laughs> to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, here's someone. Uh, who else would I really like to face? I want a bit of the AWOL lads as well. Oh, they do my head in. They're really <laughs> annoying. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. I think facing uh, those two would be really funny. Uh, there's a lot we could do as well. Um, so yeah, and then also I would love to rate, uh, wrestle Kingsley again because we did quite a bit over lockdown, um, and it's just like you hit your friends harder, and you you know we have good yes. chemistry and stuff. So being able to do that match in front of a crowd or do a match in front of a crowd um, would be really enjoyable, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'd love to see that much. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think yeah. I the show, yeah. Yeah, I do think being able to do it, because we did it in f- with no fans, um, mm. and it was it was fine. Like, I had, like, had good fun, obviously. I always have good fun. I want to do stuff with him. But it, you just, you miss the extra, I don't know, you, you, you miss the fans. Like, you, you miss the... You hit a move, you come up, and then like they cheer, and then you just got like the extra, mm-hmm. you got the extra level. 
Whereas like without yeah, classes until like you do have that level, it, you kind of get like what it's good because you feel like you're in an actual fight. Um, but at the same time, you don't have. I guess you can't you can't gauge whether the match is any good if there's no fans there. It's... You can yeah, yeah, you, 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 you can you can you get this in a feeling that it might have gone well, but without the yeah, instant reaction of people, it's you, you don't hit like a really bad suplex. And then come up and scream like you've just done <laughs> suplex off a thirty foot ladder. Like no, like yeah, yeah. it's it's that kind of thing. Like and also it kind of makes you second guess yourself. Um, yeah, because you can hear yourself thinking and you're not going off instinct and it's just it's not the same. Um, it wasn't the same. So like that, yeah, like that, like going back again to Wrestle Island, like being able to do that in front of a crowd, being able to hit couple of moves that haven't hit in a year and four five months it was just like i can't can't wait i can't wait to see you in front of the like the proper wrestle island the regular like 200 people ago so it's gonna (laughs) yeah yeah it's gonna be really i want to upset some people they are they are they are are loud yeah i'm gonna (laughs) upset them all it'd be great Alright, so uh, apart from like Wrestle Island and Future Battle Brawl, um, where else can people see you in the near future? Uh, so, let me pull up my diary. September the 11th, I'm wrestling at Barracks uh, Pro Wrestling Academy, or wrestling for Barracks Pro Wrestling Academy. Alright, cool. Uh, the day after, so the 12th, I'll be floating about at Wrestle Carnival. Um, in uh, Ring Bitch, uh, oh, putting the ring up. Oh, I heard the I heard the first show it was really good. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, that yeah, knocks out of the park and the production values and everything was really nice. Uh, yeah, really enjoyable. And then yeah, so the nineteenth is Wrestle Island. Uh, the twenty fifth of September is Future, uh, and then the twenty third of October is Future. Yeah, that's probably far enough into the future without divulging <laughs> too much. Yeah. Oh, but yeah so there's like a few things it's just getting there yeah can't wait uh, before we go do you want to post any social media you have uh, yeah so um, at, on Facebook Instagram Twitter uh, yeah it's David Grant at David Grant PW and I do also have a TikTok which is at David Grant PW or David 813 I don't know TikTok that great to be honest with you Um but so I'm, what type I'm of stuff sure you put on TikTok? <laughs> um, I've got uh, match clips, um, yeah. my day out. Um, so I did one for Wrestle Island. Oh, um, cool. And there's also one of my dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do love my dog. But yeah, um, yeah I, I've just been posting um, if I'm going to a show, like I'll take pictures slash take videos um, and put it all together. Just Or if I'm actually working a show or... You know, I'll, I'll take bits. Trying to keep, I'm trying to keep like a a catalog of what I'm actually doing. And because I know it's yeah. before lockdown, I really have a record of the stuff I've done. And you know, it's it like speaking to the guys that have been around a bit longer. A lot of them are just like, I wish I kept all this stuff. I wish I wrote stuff down. I'm like, well, I can do this in an online platform with pictures and stuff. So and hopefully get some likes and some as well. Chris Jericho did. He wrote. Was he wrote a book about every match he's ever done? Because <laughs> so, he kept the kept the notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I can't remember. There's some some that I can't remember <laughs> from two years ago. So, <laughs> you, yeah, you are you are a cage match aficionado now. I know. 
my uh, my booking fee has gone up by a chicken bake and some 19, 1901 <laughs> iron brew uh, due to that. But yeah, no, that which is really cool. I do have to thank um, Sydney Von England for that because um, yeah. he's been pushing to get a couple of the guys from around here on there because there was no representation from um, certain promotions on there. And it, it yeah. kind of seems like it's quite hard to get people on there. Um, so I'm saying you haven't had a match since March last year, but it hasn't been up to maybe yeah. I should update the Rest Island show. Yeah, it's got yeah the Rest Island show, House of Pain, Rest of House of Pain since then. Mm-hmm. There is a few things in the in in the in between. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool to be on there. It's it's weird to be on there as well at the same time. Yeah, because I remember like looking <laughs> at it, like when I used to be like a um, bit of a Smark fan. Um, I'm going to like loads of shows and stuff. I'd search at random wrestlers I've never heard of before. Yes. Uh, and see them on there and be like, oh, okay, they've worked these places. Or like if I do like a seminar with someone, I'd always look at their back history, see where they'd worked. Mm. It, like, when you go on it, it shows all the promotions and all their like their logos and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, I used to, yeah. When, when I first started going to Brit Rest shows, I used to do that a lot to look at people, particularly who was in the main event, I like to look up. Yeah, look a bit of background, but yeah, but, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool to be on there. Um, it's a bit weird, as I said, <laughs> but it is cool. You know, it is cool. Well, I'll put uh, all the ticket information for uh, future and Wrestle Island in the description Sweet. below. Yeah, and all your social media. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. It's, it's a great yes. time to catch up. I 